Comic 2000 AD, one month of progs at a time. Last episode, we reached the end of 1989 in our prog timeline, so we're taking an episode to do a retrospective on the year in progs. Way to talk about the previous year in 2000 AD to help that conversation. We're giving out awards for a number of categories. Welcome to the Spinnies. We will, we will pick you. Hopefully. Buddy, you're a thrill. Make a big noise. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> Gonna be a graphic novel someday. You got oh. ink on your face. Big disgrace. <laughs> Filling these pages all over the place. That's fan- right. That was fantastic. <laughs> nice improv. Doing my best. All right. Yeah, a bunch of categories. Defining them as loosely as possible. Could be... We can give awards for individual page hope for for the for a whole year. And huh. after we do ours, we'll talk about uh, reader nominations. Appreciate everybody writing in. We've been go doing this for a long time. This is what our our twelfth Spinnies episode, I think. Yeah, holy crap! And I really think that again. I said this last time too, but I think we're in an era where there's much less general agreement on things, so opinions get extremely <laughs> spicy as we uh, as we go forward. After 12 years, I imagine no less. Although this, my God, what a decisive year. 12 years, but you haven't aged today. All right, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, starting with best art. Art. What's your top art for 1989, Fox? I must know. I mean, so there's so much here. I mean, we, this is a, this is a year where we started with uh, a whole bunch of dang color, my man, and so that mm. really sort of ups ups the ante on kind of what I expect out of these uh, out of these art pages. Um, so, got two runners up. Uh, my first Ooh, yeah, shout out: triple, triple the color, triple the spinnies. All right, exactly right. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so my first uh, art runner up goes to Kev Hopgood for the six ten cover art for Night Zero, which is a fucking movie poster of Night Zero. It's got him oh, nice. on. It's got him on the cover. He's got like his you know finger gun, his uh, femme fatale, his fucking like not Delorean or his garbage Delorean. Hard to say, but do you know what also is on that fucking page, dude? Ooh, what what's on that page, Fox? A gang Is of those future knights. knights. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> if there's one thing that's gonna sell me on a movie, it's a future sci-fi noir with uh with with a gang of knights. It was pretty rad. Yeah, man. Those, uh, what, I, th- I, th- I, th- I think I called them the Ren Fair Furies at the time. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> Feeling good about it. Nice. Okay, so that's your second runner-up. Who's your first runner-up? Who takes second place in this so, year? So this is my shout-out. Nomination. Uh, because man, oh man, especially the lips got me. But uh, gonna give, gonna give our boy, 
Will Simpson, just like a little shout out here for Crazy Barry and Little Mo, as well as Banana City, but very specifically the Banana City Judge Dredd uniforms, and even more Ooh. of that, the El Dredd cover, which was absolutely gorgeous. I feel nice. Although I think that the mo- the, the 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 lips part of of a Barry and Mo is more a Chris a Chris Weston joint yes. from the first yeah, run of, of of Barry and Mo, mm-hmm. as opposed to that Banana City. But Banana City was really great. Yeah, and those um. Those see you, Dad. Bet on Kia. Uh, dread uniforms are pretty. Su- are pretty sweet. Also, so definitely. fucking wonderful. And man, you know this is it's it, it's hard to say who you're going to put on top, right? This is that best art nomination, mm-hmm. and I got it's got to go to Brendan McCarthy and Jamie Hewlett for six fourteen box mock chocks like Judge oh, Dread. Wow. It was fucking beautiful. Like it was nice. one of the most beautiful and extreme kind of uh uh jd's uh, like that i've ever seen certainly i know at the time he was doing uh sooner or later as it returned yep um and, and you then know a tank girl and, de- and deadline as well for exactly sure. so it just just it had such like a fucking it was just a shotgun of color and insanity to your face and it really i felt like fit how judge dread looks in general so nice yeah man that's oh, uh, man. that's You're my gonna best be- art Awesome. You're going to be real stoked the end of 1990 then when we get a, a Hooligan's haircut, which is a, 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 a series with, with all art by, by Jamie Hewlett. And oh, it's real, man. real uh, crazy, as I recall. That's like real uh, mind, mind-bending stuff. That's fucking great. And, man, here I am talking about all these artists, but you know what I want to know? What your best art is. Oh, man. Okay. I got some choice. I got some options. My second runner-up is uh, Arthur Ransom, um, who's a great new addition to the Prague. He's done some fantastic. He did the uh, Triad story in Ooh, uh, yeah. Judge Anderson. Oh yeah, this year, and did a couple fun uh, Dread comics in the both the the uh, Dread Annual and the Winter Special this year. Um, I really love his art style, and I'm, it's really great that we've reached the point that he's um, arrived on the comic. So he's definitely an artist I'm, I'm watching out for to come. Uh, my first runner-up, Steve Yo, buddy, Zenith Phase Three. Oh yeah, I mean, how could you not? Right, it's a beautiful comic, and all the beats of Zenith Phase Three have been really great in the art. That uh, it when when Acid Archie showed up, oh, it's like art Acid, I mean- <sighs> and all that stuff. That was really great. Um, he did a bunch of points of like a. You know, Christ on Infinite Earth type things, just big gatherings of superheroes that I thought were pretty sweet. And then good, just superhero fighting as well. And plus just that one full page of Archie on a T-Rex is a real <laughs> iconic moment for me, it, for sure. It took a lot for me not to make that one of these one of these top runners, man. It's just it's the most perfect thing. Definitely. And uh for me, my winner for best art. It's got to be Simon Bisley, man. Dat horned god, though, is what I'm trying to say. So beautiful. (laughs) Fucking painterly as all hell. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's all this really great stuff. Just the the anatomy of how Bisley draws people, the way he draws these fantasy things. Like, I think, especially those opening parts of the horned god, where it's it's full of dragons and wicker men and, (laughs) like, big monsters and stuff like that. All that stuff's really just the best. A fucking slough fag just creeping out in his cave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then going down, yeah, going from the heights of, like... Of like Slane being all cool and heroic and Neve like kicking ass all over the place. And then we get like the terrifying, um, like, you know, uh, uh, ancient 
Lord Slaufeg being mm. all like um like like terrifying and evil and stuff and it all just combines together to be this awesome piece of artwork. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, buddy. Good stuff. Okay, so best art done. Next up, best writing. Ooh. Just your your scripts and dips for uh, 1989, <laughs> you know. What's oh. your uh, what's your top writing for this year? So I got three again. Uh, like so for my my first or second runner up, it's uh, Hillary Robinson, man. And I'm calling oh, her nice. out for Survivor, the Harry Moon story I never knew I always wanted. Like it starts <laughs> off, you know, poor Harry can't get a fucking break. Won't even die. Couldn't even die with his friends. Had to get kidnapped. Kept mm-hmm. alive by a new Von asshole. Like it's and just like watching him try to like basically go insane trying to escape the cage and how fucking sad that shit was. Like fucking mm-hmm. sad. I'm a sad panther boy. And then uh, just like. He his like not necessarily epic escape. It's definitely just a, a pulled one over on you. Thanks for letting me out of the yeah. cage. I'm out of here. Um, but just like re- like reaching out to an old teammate who kind of backstabs him, and then his final. But what you're like just the final escape is just some of the best. Even though it's it's practically wordless, especially near the end, where he's just running through city streets, climbs up a fucking chain link fence, gets onto yeah. a fucking rocket out of there. It's the uh, it's the story that uh, that I want to continue, and I I know is never coming back, which is kind of sad. You know, got to make these uh, m- make these um, uh, sacrifices. Yeah, and great art by Ron Smith on that one as well. Great to see Ron mm. Smith back in the prog for sure. So my uh, my my first runner up is uh unsurprisingly john wagner for young giant beautiful dread story Ooh, nice um you know especially just all the framing how much like jd just like he's given him the rope to hang himself on and the whole mm. while like there's just this looming thought of like all right like what's gonna happen especially that you know the story of his mother comes back midway through this the the kind of adventure and yeah. boy, like he, you know, he's got to face his demons and he's got that giant blood in him, man. He's still got that, that, uh, desire to be a fascist, uh, heel. So, you know, <laughs> I'm really, yeah, I'm re- proud of our boy. Yeah. Ready to oppress, you know, <laughs> R2O. That's what we want. You know? Oh my God. Uh, and then for, for my tippity top baby, that best story, once again, going to John Wagner. That's that. That's my. Ooh. That's my nom for you, buddy. And that one is for the dead man. Ooh. I mean, if, if if there's one thing that I can say about the dead man, it's that uh, it's dead awesome. It's deadly, and I'm dead tired of not getting to that finale, man. I'm so stoked. Next it, episode, buddy. You I and know, me. I know. And it's 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 just such a neat uh, uh, kind of mystery with this mystical angle to it. You know. mm Hmm. In that moment where I, I said it suddenly clicked for me that the narration was being handled by Yasa, who speaks completely differently, um, yeah. just like really set a tone for me, especially going into kind of this third act. Um, just I, I love this character. I love the mystery about why he's such a badass. I, I love Dog. Dog's maybe one of my favorite yeah, like unsung heroes in this whole thing because Dog's just a a badass solid solid side character this badass pet mutant dog Listen, i know that's what you're super looking for. smart only listens to yasa so yeah you <laughs> know it's that's uh that's where i'm sitting and so conrad i must know 
I know mm. you got some some best stories up there. I know you got some runner-ups. Now I gotta know. I must know who they are. Yeah, I got four nominations this oh. time. I had four for I had four for art last time, but this time I got four for writing. So screw you, buddy. Um, <laughs> my th- my third runner-up in fourth place. I will join you with Hillary Robinson. Fuck yeah, um, man. I want to. Um, while you talked about Survivor, I want to talk about Medivac three eighteen. Oh hell which- yeah. Really told this story of complex characters and like, you know, a, a war against bug aliens that really did, I think, make you kind of sympathize with what the bug aliens were angry about, you know? For sure. Like, Love it. That that concept of um, like humans arriving on a planet and not realizing that an, a, a, ra- a, a species is sentient because they're gross bugs and then doing a bunch <laughs> of scientific experiments on them and only then realizing it and it's sort of causing this like never-ending grudge between the two uh, species I think is a really interesting concept, you know? It's not good and- when they have just giant stingers they can lodge into and definitely kill you with them. I mean, that's how it goes, you know, but I think it does, but it just kind of like, it makes it more, compl- it, it's a little thing that just, you know, we'll see in the next medevac story, just how that becomes a more complex situation. But just to have it at the start, I think is a bold move. Just like, listen, like we just, you know, we've got good, we've got our heroes and, and our villains, but let's give the villains like some justifications and stuff. Which is not a concern that's super common in 2000 AD, so I appreciate it very much. Oh, sure. Big time. Um, my second runner-up in a third place is a Grant Morrison. Ooh. Who, you know, writing Zenith and stuff. Somehow he's keeping me <sighs> deeply involved and really excited to see what comes next in Zenith Phase 3, despite the fact that it's been spread out over almost oh, yeah. a whole year. And he's also managed to cause a pretty deep dislike in my heart with the main character of the story himself. Like, I <laughs> freaking hate Zenith, buddy. I, it's exactly why I love that writing, to be honest. Like, I want to see what happens, and like, I want Zenith to win the day, but I do not want to hang out with Zenith at all, you know? Man, I'm all about that Vox, baby. Ooh, yeah. Give me that Archie guy we're going to hang out. Oh, anyway, yeah, dude. Listen to some house music from the late 80s. Um, <laughs> first runner up in second place, Alan Grant, especially for Strontium Dog this year. Um, I think the way he took this story really makes use of um, of, uh, of of a Simon Harrison's art style. And yeah. despite the fact that I was sort of turned off by that and by uh, Farrell in general as well, he has really met me, led me sort of to be really invested and interested in the story. And, and I can't wait to see how it finishes up next year. Mm. Um, and finally, uh, uh, first place winner for writing, uh, you know, my boy Pat Mills, that horn <laughs> god, though. You, know? you got yourself some horn god love this year. I really like it. Like, it's a really, I mean, you know, like, listen, I'm sure everybody out there is like, oh, yeah, bold stance, Conrad. <laughs> liking the liking the horn god, having a go. I see how it is. Wow. But I think it's really great. Like, I think, um, you know, while I do think we had some elements of, like, asked and answered and stuff with yeah. um, the matriarchy stuff in, in Slain, I do think it's a smarter – it's a better move for heroism, I guess, than some of the other, <laughs> like, uh, Pat Mills's 
uh, philosophical oh, um, oh, characterizations yeah. of slain in the past. And like again, like I really like that we're having this cons- this consistent or that we're sticking with slain for a while because I think a lot of times we've sort of been there for like like a month or two and then sort of left. So I, mm. I like that we're sticking with slain to kind of see his character, and I think it's really interesting just this idea. That he has kind of matured and gotten this like religion related to this mother goddess that is yeah. it, you know, makes him a different character than he than the callow youth he was at the start of Slade, for instance. Oh sure, where they're just like, hey, so we bought a prison. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I also think just like the um the expansion of of the matriarchy within um the Slain story is very interesting and. Well, it seems like it's driven by Pat Mills's beliefs. I'm also interested to see just more of 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 where we're going with this. Oh, for sure. Once all the MacGuffins are collected, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, listen, you know, I mean, I mean, I don't know if they're real MacGuffins just because, like, they are. I think we are going to get to a point where we're using all these weapons and being real cool. Okay. So. That you know, I'm into. that might be part of it. So they aren't just sort of like random things. Like there are – these sort of point different directions. But, you know, I don't want to say that ahead of time because he used to say I, I, I haven't I haven't read all of uh, all of 80 – all of 90 yet. So I don't, I'm not quite sure about how everything ends at this point. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I'm hoping they use that spear. It seems to really need to be doused in blood like a lot. Yeah. I want to I wanna see all this stuff get used, man. I want to – like whatever – Let's fucking stand on that stone, feel some shit. I'm ready. Let's let's eat out of this big old pot. Maybe it's delicious goop. So stoked for that delicious goop, Fox. <laughs> Who doesn't like delicious goop? Yeah, speaking of which, let's move on to our next category. Best overall thrill. <laughs> Best overall goop. You know, I'm more of a more of a chowder man. Maybe like a maybe like a stew, but I like a goopy stew. Yeah, and I know you order all your your supplements from Infowars instead of from Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh. So let's <laughs> move on to what your what your best stories overall are for 1989 and 2000 AD. Well, my buddy, I got myself two runners up, and uh, for my first, uh, it goes to John Wagner, Colin McNeil, Tim Perkins, fully painted, and of course, Bumbo Sojo. Uh, for our boy Chopper and my God, Ooh. Sonny Williams, so mysterious. That so chop it won't stop. So I got to say, like you know, especially at the the start, I was kind of like, well, song lines, wind whispers, wind lines. Forget what. See, this is what I mean. It, they just haven't come back up at all. So it was sort yeah. of like this, like kind of this thing that never got revisited. However, as we keep going through, what I really enjoy is kind of this this just juxtaposition between Chopper and uh, uh, a lot of the other racers, right? People who are, yeah. uh, who are definitely who have been doing this for a lot longer than him and him. He's just kind of like burning out and you're seeing him still just sort of do it as though it's paint by numbers. And part of why I love this is the Sonny Williams character who is as brooding and as silent as him in a way, um, but seems to have like a passion for this that, you know, maybe Chopper's lost. Yeah. And all the while, no, sorry, go for it. I was just going to say, he's much more like Midnight Surfer era Chopper. Yeah, when exactly. we first saw him, when he first got out of the cubes and, we, and he did his first Super Surf. He's got something to fucking prove right now, right? And it's just, you know, it is this neat 
uh, uh, kind of story that while all the while in the background, there's just like constant death machines being made because I guess, you yeah. know, let's stick it up and like murder a bunch of people. Although, you know, I also got to give my a tip of the hat to uh, doing a full moon parade on that guy. <laughs> it's pretty fucking great. Yeah, so definitely. My, sec- my second uh, overall runner up here is uh, Night Zero slash Beyond Zero. How could yeah. I not? I mean, I love that he has like so it, it like in Night uh, in Night Zero where we kind of like pick up, you know, uh, lady's been murdered yeah. and he's got it. He's going to get to the bottom of the shenanigans, but he lost his arm. And what does he have? He has a secret cabinet full of backup arms, baby. There's sickle yeah, ninjas. On. There's clones. There's sewer bad guys. The AI wife did it, but only after the husband had the affair. Like, fucking Jesus Christ, he killed her first, but then she killed him. <laughs> uh, it's just so good. I just, I love Night Zero so much. And then with Beyond Zero, you know, we have a fighting, a fighting, flying death blimp uh, where, like, and he, like, assembles this group of killer friends, one of which is, is like, a writer of a feminist manifesto who kills her own yeah. self for being a huge jerk and the, and stealing food from everyone. But, like, you know, then she, she because of her killing that guy or herself, she becomes the ruler of the blimp. And do you remember that giant gross, like, hand that had a mouth yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like the, a hand the, monster. Yeah, the, good the, times. Like, that the like cheetah animal fucking brought them to. And remember when like Tummy Man rips the bars out just because he remembered he could. Like it's a fucking. They're going to go kick the shit out of Nemo right now, and I'm I couldn't be more stoked. So fucking awesome, man. So awesome. Nice. And yeah. I forgot. I I did a bad job. I should have mentioned script robot on that one was uh, John Brosnan. Art yep. was Kev Hopgood, and letters Jack Potter. Nice. Oh boy. So if you thought that was uh that was a little bit of a, a tirade, let me let me take you to my best overall thrill here. Ooh. Script I must know. On script it's Grant Morrison. Artist, we have Steve Yole, and of course letters with John Robson. You bet your goddamn ass it's Zenith Vase three, buddy. The oh, nice. o- like opening, they send uh, this kid to meet up with everyone. Fucking Acid Archie comes and snags Zenith. There's a huge gathering of weirdos from everywhere while a crazy ass Maximan kind of says things to you. Yeah. Hotspur arrives and he's like, hey, bitches, guess what? You don't have to worry about me having a Loigor inside me. I burned it out by fucking scalding myself with a cross. And with Jesus like, and a burning cross. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then like Hotspur, not Hotspur, Jesus, Ruby gets like touched by naked astral people who make her into a youth. There's a hell yep. carnival. Uh, like they, they just like dispatch hell carnival woman by ripping off her head like somewhat nonchalantly. Fucking yeah. Ben through a goddamn plane uh, 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 like people just like there's just tons of murder where where it's just so passe just everyone dying and then at the very <laughs> end a part of this like two weird hot cousin cest types like burn an alternative while Hotspur is like being a ding dong as some nonchalant lion and unicorn eye lasers everybody and then mm-hmm. fucking mighty Archie acid Archie the anarchist angel mad mental crazy fucking dinosaur riding that dino i'm just like i i just mean like 
we learn unsurprisingly that Crazy Maximan is evil and also maybe you just killed all the possible strongest superhumans, right? Mm, now, yeah. And all after all of this that I've been saying, I haven't fucking managed. Uh, I haven't said Zenith more than once. And that was when they picked him up. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I love it. I love that Zenith is not the main part, and it's all these other people who I love so much more than him, and I think that that's the point, and I think that that's fucking genius, and everyone in this whole fucking thing nails it, and all of you deserve a goddamn medal. Nice. I love this. And Conrad, (laughs) with that, I give you the key. You may now speak. What is your best overall thrill? Oh, man. A lot of good choices this year, I think. We sort of started slow with a bunch of future shocks and stuff, but we sort of managed to solidify, to uh, to stabilize and get to some decent stuff. Um, I'd say my second runner-up for best overall thrill is Strontium Dog. Ooh. We're right at the end of the final, uh, we're in the end game of the final solution, and this thrill has really grown on me, I guess. Um, I'm like, I've, there's a deep part of it, even though I know how it's going to end, I'm still concerned with how it's all going to go. Ooh. It's really made me enjoy this new art style. It's even made me, like, have positive feelings about Feral, which yeah. when he first showed up, oh, yeah. I was willing to just just flip off a picture of him and be like, <laughs> I will never like you. <laughs> but now I'm okay with him, so let's yeah. see. Um, my, my first runner-up is Zenith. I can't say it better than you, buddy. Um, oh, man, I love it so like, much. It's just... Real fun. We've got we've had some real interesting stuff, and yeah, this is a real great just like version of these big superhero team ups and stuff. Uh, winner for best overall thrill, you know that horned god though, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> the thing of beauty. I'm guessing you know, that, uh, that you kind of liked it a little bit. Maybe I like, tried a lot. I tried to pick other stuff, but then it was just like, yeah, but listen, you know, that horn god, buddy, you got to keep it in mind. <laughs> you know, this is my this is my second year with uh, Mills and Bisley as best overall thrill. And I think mostly sweeping as well. Um, wow. I love this team. And yeah, really. just like, just this, uh, you know, I love like a fan, like, listen, you know, I enjoy a fantasy story quite a bit. And this... Um, like slain story of this uh once callow youth like older and trying to better himself with his big plan of this uh new mystic belief he's got and stuff assembling all these magic items and everything else is really like exactly what i'm looking for Fuck like it's yeah. really hitting me just right and i'm really enjoying these adventures hitting you right in the in the pen and paper Exactly. Listen. Um, yeah, no, it's it's real good. I'm I'm really excited about this continued story. Let's get to part three. Do some more crazy slain stuff. And Ucko gets a cute little diving suit. Yeah, good times. All right, Fox. We talked about overall thrill, but now I want to know a much more nebulous, newer category for us. Ooh, which is. MVP. Oh, you have no idea how ready I am for this. Ugh. All right. Who's your most valuable person, player, whatever of uh, 1989? So let me tell you, my MVP, each of the three slots that I gave it, there's clearly, there's one Ooh. that I'll, I'll have as overall, sure. You got finalists but, for MVP. I like this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, and and the MVP category I am nicknaming this year for myself as the Yeoman category. Uh, <laughs> these 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 were people who uh, you know early on or during the transition um, did some fucking heavy lifting when we were having some bad times, and I think that deserves a big fucking shout out. You've heard two of these names before, but we're gonna start with the second runner up, which is my girl Anderson for Triad. Nice. Now Triad like. Absolutely, you are right. Great story. Beautiful artwork. She really put the let out during the uh, the the progs that she was in. Really mm-hmm. made like for a story I wanted to keep reading the whole time. And man, oh man, you know when you tie it up to be with some soft judge bullshit, I'm yeah. going to be in on it, right? Like, <laughs> soft so judge bullshit. I, <laughs> right. It was... I like that category. <laughs> it's a good, that's a so, good tag for quite a few adventures, you know? <laughs> soft judge bullshit ensues. We're just yeah. trying to have these goddamn moon Olympics. Exactly. Yeah. Moon Olympics, Apocalypse War, all that stuff. Just oh, in that tag. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my first runner up. Oh, and sorry. That was Alan Grant and uh, artist Arthur Ranson. Yeah. I mean, I'd say even like, honestly, like Anderson did do a good job just throughout the year of sort of just being oh, absolutely. A, steady, a steady story. But, you know, the, the David Roach and even Ascaris mm-hmm. stuff as well were just sort of these stories that when we need when we're in a filler period provided a decent story in what might otherwise be a bit of a thrill desert i fucking i fucking strongly agree with that sentiment yeah sorry go ahead i didn't mean no 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 no. that was a beautiful addition uh uh my first runner-up is hillary robinson and artist ron smith survivor (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) again it was this weird even though regardless of how small it was, especially among some of the detritus that we had to read from Future Shocks, like this, this specifically, it was just fun to read. I mean, we were talking about it, you know, for a good chunk. Like, I, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Uh, I just think it did it did a good amount of heavy lifting. I've already said enough about it up top, so I'll let that sit there. And then for my fucking top, my MVP, my God, appearing twice hitting it out of the park each time you know it's john bronson kev hopgood jack potter knight and beyond zero nice Fuck, i like i don't know what more i could say i'll just say sickle ninjas again just because i can or or mm-hmm. giant death blimp uh etc <laughs> sure uh, oh, oh excuse me uh amazon uh feminist uh super yep. empire utopia didn't mention yeah, that last feminist, time. Yeah. I'm going to say that again. Utopian feminist uh, uh, Amazons, absolutely. Yeah, it's fucking fantastic. I love it. Mushroom I think dudes. These these were the three uh, kind of groups that I felt did a lot for me when I was having a bad time. Uh, and I think that they deserve, you know, a little look. But uh, you tell me, Conrad, I find that this one's always uh, always a little bit of a shocker. What are your MVPs, my man? I got one MVP this <gasps> year, Fox. Ooh, that must have been because a good one. It is because they are the most valuable player. Um, and it is someone who has, I think, if folks are, are listening to these and they're, I assume everyone silently judges me whenever I make all my spinning nominations. <laughs> Boy, he didn't pick my favorite. I see how it is, etc. Then if you're taking, then it's a, so, someone who's been conspicuously lacking from my the, my other nominations because I really wanted to make this MVP stand out. Aww. And that's the homie Judge Dredd. Um, <laughs> that's true. I didn't give 
I didn't give any of my best to Dread because while like not because Dread wasn't great this year. There's some really good Dread oh, stuff. Yeah. I really enjoyed like uh, PJ. Maybe that was a really great story. Um, both like Kraken and Young Giant were really great stories. Mm-hmm. There's some there's some good stuff. Some good mind bending stuff. I think one of my like the 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 bottle judge Dread in the in the bath. All like a, oh, a ton yeah. of really great stories. That just but, missed me putting on it uh, putting it on uh, on best story by the. Way. It's a fun one. Like, there's a lot of these of these really great dread stories, but um, I didn't go to because because I, I was saving them for this, basically for this MVP oh, yeah. um, year. You know, this was kind of a tough year. '89. We really mm. had like four or five, four months or so of just like tons of filler, like three, Oof. like two future shocks and a one-off or a reprint, like oh, every my God, every it prog, was horrible. You know, is as we were sort of moving, you know, until we finally managed to get to the end but but dread was always a light in the dark there you know <laughs> being fo- m- moving us forward with these really great creative teams telling interesting stories mm. and so you know i really think that um dread what more like we i've i've talked about years where that we've sort of moved from one like spine story to the next that's sort of a term i've used yeah. a couple times um Whereas this year, things very much came in shots. You know, you'd kind of have like, you know, all right, we came, we kind of got to one drop jumping on point. That's when we're going to have Slain and Zenith and like Cinnabar. You know, then we get to the next part. There, there's Color and there's Slain, um, <laughs> Zenith, Dead Man, and, and this new Rogue Trooper or something Fuck like that. Yeah. You know, like, but that's way different than having like sort of connecting like a spine stories besides dread stuff you know and so i think dread really did sort of do the heavy lifting of being like what you're building the prog around for most of the year yeah also i should say you know for the record like listen dread i like i i know that dread's gonna have a banner year in the 1990 spinnies like (laughs) yeah it's gonna be like you know we got a mega epic we got a lot of stuff going into it it's gonna be a big dread year in 90 man i'm so so excited but for 89 there can be no more valuable player than judge dread in my opinion all right so we've finished up with these more specific categories, Fox. Let's zoom out a bit. Ooh. And go to our next category, best month. What's your favorite month of 2000 AD for this year, for 1989, <sighs> buddy? I guess it could be by episode or just by raw month or whatever else. Hmm. Which episode would I choose? Which oh. You know, they were all just so similar this year. Uh, mm. Fuck no, baby. It's episode 210. It's the one I was on. That one was excellent. Oh, shit. Fox <laughs> takes the wheel. It's definitely my, the one that I was in, 100%. Uh, yeah, but even not because I did it, but because, uh, and you know, uh, the easy one would be to say because it was three progs. But even if it had been four, my man, all of what I'm about to say is true. You've got chopper young giant you got zenith mm. you got the dead man you got Slehania. i mean the whole thing was great chopper was just starting just kicking off we got that yeah. weird you know kind of wind song business or wind ley lines god i still can't fucking remember what they're called yeah um, song get, lines song the lines dreaming, things like <laughs> thank that thank you 
Uh, we je- we got the close to uh, Young Giant's story, which is just his whole redemption, if you consider fascism a redemption, uh, because immediately after that, we got fucking politics, which reminds us, Judge Dredd is uh, pretty horrible, and democracy is his enemy. Yeah, listen. <laughs> got to lobotomize a motherfucker. Um, the dead man, so much terrified Yasa, and the journey from the village, like, out of the village actually begins. You know, he's got mm-hmm. this whole, like, like, you know, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yasa, oh, I guess you got to come with me because I need this dog. All right, it all makes sense. Let's go fucking trudging into uh, a place full of these man-eating grunts. Yeah. And then into slain. danger. Into Ex- adventure. Exactly. <laughs> and then slain. That whole episode is the, the really forlorn story of the Avanc. Like, it's really sad. You know, yeah. just just getting a real good sense of how horrible some of these uh, sun worshipping assholes are, and that's why they get what what's coming to them. Which I guess is just you know the moon pearl getting taken, or no, sorry, moon pearl, Jesus, um, the navel, right? Yeah, navel, the earth goddess, one of those things. Yeah, there you go. It's got a very like, uh, and and especially love the imagery just at the end with the avunk, like it's very womb. Esque, you know, it's like very much describing being in the the belly of the earth slash earth goddess. It was just like you know, whole month was neat, and so nice. Conrad, with me uh, stroking my own ego in front of everybody and yourself, I must know <laughs> what was your best month. Oh man, um, I I might join you, although I might move it a little bit forward just to two oh nine, which was our uh, jumping on episode. Um, which uh, had a similar lineup of a uh, horn god Zenith, mm-hmm. the start that uh, the, that the start of the new Rogue Trooper story, War Machine and Dead Man. Oh, Rogue Trooper, mm. which featured um, dreads like you know the return of Kraken and the start of the Cadet Giant oh, story. Fuck, Those yeah. were all real good stories, and just like. Just, you know, a lot of meat, very little fat in those, like, sort of just to finish off, out the year, I guess, actually. Yeah. Of just, like, here's all this stuff, all um, you know, just one on top of another, you know? Although, Best part I of would the sandwich. Say, yeah, absolutely. Although, I would say also, like, um, 201 and 202, which is kind of like, like May, I guess, mm. in 1989, was pretty good. Like, it was the start of the Horn God and Zenith with Cinnabar. That's a pretty fun and intriguing dreads, like, In the Bath and John Cassavetes is dead. Oh, man. You know, those in the Bath also. was so great. I reread it just for this episode because I just, I, I saw it while I was kind of running through and I was like, oh, I'm reading that again. Yeah, it's, it's fucking a fun hilarious. One, you know. Definitely. All right. So we've talked about months. I demand we zoom out further, Fox. Oh, God. Whoa. (laughs) For our final big category, best year. What's your top year of 2000 AD, Fox? Oh, my gosh. And so just I think we've sort of been cutting it down to just a five-year period. So like of like 87, 89, and 80. Uh, or of 87, 88, and 89, what do you, what's, your, what, what's your order for those, do you So think? this one was particularly easy for me, right? So, like, 1987 is still at my top. I'm being quite mm. discerning with these five-year chunks because I've, I've got a good amount of notes on them. This was Strontium Bitch, two Torquen, Torquemadas, uh, Night of the Wolf, and Start of Oz. So yeah. pretty, pretty fucking strong, if you ask me. Whereas uh, the problem, the problem with 1988, 1989, 1988 ends really fucked. 
right? So there's production delays. And 1989 still suffers from the top of that. Yeah, However, same, yeah same same uh, drought there. Exactly. So, But what was really great is how, how, you know, midway through and towards the end, 1989, really finishes out. That's what the lasting memory is. So it's 87, 89, 88 for me. How about yourself, Conrad? Oh, man, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. We got solidarity for our years, but, yeah, buddy. Yeah, first time in a long time. Definitely. I think since like since like 1980 or something like <laughs> yeah. that, I think. Because that's when I started getting real uh, squirrely mm-hmm. with my year, my year decisions. You know, that's how you Fuck do yeah. it. <laughs> all right. So after after we've done all of these years and our usual spinning nominations, Fox, Ooh. you and I, you and I discussed having a discussion about the 1980s and 2000 AD generally. Fuck yeah. Ugh, it's a big topic, Fox. It's I really feel like long. It, like maybe even too big for the segment for a segment on one show or even like a couple like dedicated shows honestly there's like, so much content <laughs> yeah i spent time thinking about how we'd even talk about it like what what the top characters did over the decade what our top stories were for Space Spinner, the 1980s go from episode 45 to oh, now. Oh, my so God. So, 168 episodes, including special spinnies and annuals. Uh. It's the vast majority of our show so far. <laughs> like, totally if you, fair. If you assume six thrills per episode, that's over a thousand stories in total. Oh, my God. So, I, it's hard to pick up. These are not the, numbers I needed. Yeah, and it's hard to pick out best bits without feeling like you're leaving a ton of stuff out, you know? I mean, especially, like, I mean, I kind of did a two top five list for my favorite 80s stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of like ones for top dread, ones for top non-dread, you know? But I don't think there's a real neat reason to get into all this stuff too much, just because, sure. like, listen, you want to hear us talk about what we liked in the 80s? Like, break <laughs> it down by our Spinnies episodes. We did that. Or just re-listen to the 80s, man. Like, you know, 45 to 203. Like, you know, I feel like by, by 405, we'd managed to figure out things a little bit. Should be decent <laughs> listening, you know? I feel like we at least had pop microphones or something at that point, right? Something. But, like, I mean, because, like, the thing is, is that I kind of, I look back on it and it's like, well, like, you know, like, I don't want to, like, you know, we love Halo Jones, we love Skiz. So, like, you know, do we talk about both of those? Just Alan Moore in general, you know? Yeah. Almost all of Strontium, like, all the Strontium dog that's not Journey to Hell, basically, is in the 80s, (laughs) you know? Jesus like, Christ, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my like God. One, 100% of Nemesis and Slain are in the 80s, you know? Oh, my God. Like, and all of Rogue Trooper, too. And, like, even stuff that started strong and maybe petered out, like Ace Trucking. Um, I think Anderson, like Anderson and Judge Death premiere in the 80s, so everything they did – like in early 1980s, everything they've done is under the banner of the 80s as well. Man, you know, all of that sounds like pretty great. Like God. all the all the dread mega epics from the Judge Child onward are all in the 80s. Oh Jesus, know? the Judge Child and the Judge Child Returns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when when he when he teamed up with the Angel Gang. When he brought Mean Machine Angel back to life oh my to God. take out Dread, and then later there oh, was yeah, the, he came uh, back twice again the second yeah, time. Yeah, well then 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 and Anderson went to the future and found out that he was responsible for stuff. So they just had to nuke him, you know. There's just all these Ugh. things, you know. 
Like, like Chopper was arrested for wall scrawling, <laughs> got got out of served his time, got out of prison. Was the Midnight Surfer, got out of prison again. Oh my god! And went to Oz <laughs> all in the course of this ten years. You know? Oh man, it's that whole trip across Im- the Pacific was pretty rad, though. Definitely, but I feel like it's just sort of like in the end, our discussion becomes me naming these things. We talk about some cool things in it, but there's still tons of other stories I can think of that, you know, that we just give short shift to. So listen, basically, 2018 in the 80s, I'm punting. All right. <laughs> Look at the long form. It's hard to sum up. Like ten years is a long time in 2000 I, AD. You know, I don't. I don't disagree with that. I mean, imagine us, you know, cruxing at, at the year 2000 with these and having to look at two decades worth of fucking progs. There's no way I'm going to yeah. retain all no, that information. Listen, yeah, I don't want to set the standard, Fox. I don't want I don't want to set the precedent <laughs> of us doing big, big decade in review things oh because that means that means eventually we'd have to, you know, episode whatever of uh, uh, 426 i guess or something like oh that my, jesus christ we'd, we'd we'd have to compare the 80s and the 90s and that just seems like a lot you know it really so, it's uh too much i look if it's too much for you everyone knows very well that that would be insanely impossible for yours truly yeah. listen general takeaway conrad and fox real lazy don't want to do it <laughs> podcast is free what are you gonna do you know that's that's my basic stance fox i look i'm i'm not disagreeing here quite honestly like i i mean we got spinnies check them out they're pretty good and i feel like there is room for a spin-off show that is like 2000 ad in the 80s or something like that like i think that's something I'd be interested in doing of just like maybe do one episode that's like the 70s and then maybe go through the 80s like sort of two years at a time and just talk about the high points and stuff there. Yeah. But that's something I'd also like to do once I have some distance from the 80s, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, a, like a, you know, maybe we're in like 1993 or 1994 and we're like, my God, we really need to like remember what good tastes like. Right, or just the end of 1990, for that matter. But anyway, oh my, what? <laughs> it's not that. It's not gonna be that bad, right? I mean, you know, there's gonna be a lot. But before we do anything else, Fox, I want to go to our to the nominations by our read by our listeners. Been following along with us all this time through this amazing 80s decade to uh, finally reach the finale of them here in the spinnies after we've, uh, you know, revealed that we're uh, losers that aren't going to follow through on our plans. But anyway, <laughs> I appreciate everybody who wrote in. Uh, you know, it's always fantastic what, what, what people have to say. And, you know, hopefully you agree with us more than you disagree with us. And if you don't agree with us, then, you know, we can have internet fights after it. And a yeah. lot of internet fights, Fox. I'm always ready to do it. Whatever. Come at me. <laughs> I don't what, care everyone anymore, just Fox. agreeing with you a whole lot about slaying the horned god? I think god. you're all right. We'll see. You know, I don't know. So let's go to those now. <laughs> Borag dog earthlets. Conrad here with your spinny nominations. Sorry for not doing enough to promote this in 89. Uh, the run-up for the Star Lordathon's been keeping me super busy. And I hope everybody will tune into that this Saturday at, Twitch TV, at twitch.tv slash spacespinner2000. And now, 
on to your nominations. From email, I got this one from from frequent Spinnies contributor Joe Edie. We appreciate it. Best art, Bisley, no competition. Best writing, John Smith for Cinnabar. This is a man who understands everything about character development, dialogue, how to pace a page, just draw dropping. Best overall thrill, that horn god, though. <laughs> I know that 2080 will suffer as a result of a lot of poor Bisley imitators over the next decade, but this is two iconic creators, their absolute best. The deranged and hilarious Zenith Book 3 is a close second. Best month is May, with the amazing Horn God Cinnabar combo topped off with the sublime Dread Story in the Bath. It's one of my favorites as well. MVP with this is a lifetime award for Massimo Bellardinelli. There's no need to list all of his amazing contributions yet again, but he's been integral to the look of 2008 since Prague 1. It's so sad that in this unlucky th- uh, 13th year, he gets the Jerry Finley Day treatment, and we never see him let loose on a series of his own again. Best year, uh, these top stories are extraordinary, but with this new five-year rules, it still comes in a close third after 87 and 88, because there's not enough nemesis. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, another email from uh, David Renane from Where Eagles Dare, one of our New Zealand buds, going to be on the uh, on the Star Lordathon. Get ready. Um, best art, it's a toss-up between John Ridgway and Steve Yole. Both do a sterling job creating very difficult, different, moody, black and white hellscapes and characters, but both doing it completely differently. I gave it to Yoel last year, so I guess this time it's Ridgeway, but there's very little in the in between them. Listen, love these terrified kids. That's the key to Ridgeway. Best writing, John Wagner, Grant Morrison are powerhousing their way through J- Dread Chopper and Zenith, respectively. Wagner has it on sheer world building, though honorable mention to Keith Ripley on a great debut run. Hmm. Best thrill. How could it not be Zenith? I mean, that horn god, though, is my response. Uh, best month of 1989, December. The roller coaster is peaking. <laughs> Get ready for the thrill ride. MVP of the year. I suppose it's Simon Bisley, as reprint sales of the horn god would keep 2000 AD running through dark times ahead. But on a personal level, and probably the one you haven't covered, it's the best of 2000 AD monthlies that were released over these months that were my introduction to classic thrills like Halo Jones, Talbot's Nemesis, Robot Hunter, and Old School dread so many great memories and then just general well wishes for 1990 and beyond from the 2080 forums the monarch uh just um first throws some general shade at jive bunny and the master mixers fair enough and then says uh chris weston the man himself is not fond of his early stuff but i adore it you'll of course get better in time much much better Writing, that Keith Ripley fella. Feel like he's going places. Seriously. Uh, winky emoji. Seriously, though. John Wagner played a blinder this year between all the setup for a certain epic that's looming, plus Song of the Surfer, and classic Dread one-offs. Overall thrill, this is genuinely a hard one since a lot of strips are so scattershot this year to the point of the final solutions not even being done yet, and it started at 600. That's true. Like, we're getting right to the end of it in our advance recording. It has been quite a while. If an incomplete strip got a nod, it would be Zenith Phase 3, which twisted the whole American crisis event thing on its head and populated with a bunch of British heroes who were whinging on a, uh, <laughs> who were whinging about it being above their pay grade. But if a finished story got the nod, after the utterly fantastic Cinnabar, where John Smith 
take um takes a, a to be honest long of the tooth rogue, rogue trooper and shook it full of his patented insanity body ho- and body horror and gives us a fresh take on the infantryman after that long dismal hit art the only sad thing is john doesn't get to do much more with the trooper other than a certain yearbook story which i cannot wait to peel the skin away at very excited for the uh for the rogue trooper annual just one 1991 these last last annual year coming up in uh, sorry 1990 i should say but dated 91 you know what i mean um month of progress easy it's the 650 relaunch which changed everything and has a pretty hefty all killer no filler feel to it again i can't pick um I can't pick a year, so this is my second Rick Random Award for least best 2000 AD strip. I'm sure Fox will be happy to know. So some of my and some of my f- fellow boarders will be shocked to hear me say that Fervent and Loeb was the least best of the year. I promise you, Fox Indigo Prime will be better than this bizarre me- mess. I wish I could say it was the end of it, but 1990 going to be a strong year. I can't wait to experience it alongside you. Between Space Spinner and the soon to be launched Big Meg One, it's going to be Gefilbit. 1991, not so much. Hey, listen, word for the long haul. Going to see these years. Whizbang on the forums. Um, aside for this primers, for his spinnies, real quick here with thanks to uh, Sheridan. I should say, um, huge thanks to, she- to, uh, to Sheridan who does the back prog. Uh, the Backprog hack blog, um, when we come to Spinney's on the 2008 forums, he does these massive lists of all the stories and the creators that do that, that were active that year and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's an, it's a lot of work and I appreciate his efforts for sure. And he'll be on the, uh, Star Lordathon as well, just saying. Oh, wait. Hey, so the monarch actually. Listen, a lot of, a lot of folks on the Star Lordathon. Listen to it. Uh, twitchtv.spacebinner or switch.tv slash spacebinner2000. Live it up. Um, Whizbang, Spinney's Noms, Art, Simon Bisley, Writing, John Wagner, Overall Thrill, Judge Dread, Best Month in Progs, November, and Best Year um, from 87, and Best Year is, uh, in, in fact, 1989, solid, liking this, uh, this year. Alex Firth of the Heroes of 2000 AD blog comes on. He's got best art, John Ridgway. The eyes, of course. Listen, Yasa's eyes. That's a key moment. Best writing. Alan Grant, specifically for John Cassavetes, is dead. All his other solo dreads were terrible in 89. But he's also given the spinny for the final solution. Best overall thrill, Night Zero, Beyond Zero. The only thrill where every single episode, the writing and art were exactly what I wanted. Listen, I've been a, we've been huge fans of Beyond, Z- of, uh, of these Zero stories as well. Um, they don't get a very long shrift, I think, from a lot of folks, but I think they're a lot of fun. Best month, December. Best year, 1987. MVP, Hillary Robinson. Partly for writing so damn much. This was Hillary Robinson's year for sure. Um, but mostly for finding a different tone at long last and breathing some fresh air in with Zom's, with, with Tharg's first sitcom, Zippy Couriers, and Tharg's first drama, Medivac 318. <laughs> Very excited for more Robinson. Of course, she's going to finish up her, her tenure in 2080 and 1990, which I'm sort of, I'm, bum- I'm bummed to see her go for sure. Next up, Lay S, another Star Lordathon participant. Best art, Colin McNeil. This might be with hindsight, but he pips busily for me. Even if I vote with the knowledge of what Bisley Colognes will do to the comic, he is but the first Simon of the Apocalypse. Well, I won't claim I had full insight how important an artist McNeil was going to be. It is super clear he was working from a love of the comic that Bisley is not. Bisley's slain Maeve, Neve, and Nooker. 
Um, may as well be different characters as what has gone before. Meanwhile, Colin's turn on John Cassavetes is dead, nails him as a primo dread artist at a time when the comic is trying out a lot of artists for old stony face with patchy success. Best writing, Wagner for keeping dread interesting and hitting us with world-building strips such as Chopper and others, a certain man perhaps. Overall thrill, Slain. That's that horn god, though. <laughs> Might not have won the individuals and their respective rewards, but as a joint effort, the tension between Pat's highbrow and Simon's lowbrow intentions work for the most part and is more than the sum of its parts. Best month, December, once Chopper replaces the worthy but dull Rogue Trooper reboot with proper thrill power, we have a run of progs that are as good as any in the comic's illustrious history. Best year, 1984, grud it. But of 87 to 89... 89 is better than 88, higher highs than 87, but it's too patchy, so 87 is still the top year. MVP, Daily Star Dread! When the comic floundered to the doldrum months, the inclusion of the Daily Star Dread at least soothed the completionist and completionist in me. Always saw these akin to the lost 60s Doctor Who episodes, but the ability for, Th- for Tharg to bring them back from the grave that is the Daily Star. Uh, finally, we've got Colin, You'll Never Walk Alone from the 2080 forums. 1989, what a mixed bag that was. Best art. I was trying not to give it to Steve Yole for Zenith again. Maybe John Ridgway for, for Dead Man, which is good. Maybe someone bit a different, uh, a bit different like Nigel Dobbin, as I love his clean line on Medivac, or even Steve Cook for some really fun cover designs, Arthur Ranson. But who am I kidding? It's Steve Yole, isn't it? <laughs> Best writing. John Wag- Wagner, um, as it, it's so easy to take him for granted, and the way he started to craft the, um, the build up to Necropolis was quite masterful, even if we didn't know it at the time. Well, by Prog 660 at least. Special mention to Alan Grant for John Cassavetes is Dead, which wonderfully underlines the work of Wag, um, the, um, work, the, the work by Wagner and Anderson for Triad and, uh, Grant Morrison for, for Zenith as well. That's overall thrill. Oh, it's Zenith again. No, it's Dead Man. By God, that's Dead Man's music. But since neither of those complete 1989 and in the case of Dead Man, well, again, Prog 660s next year, maybe we'll go with Medivac 318 for being a brilliant change of tone and feel while wonderfully still being very 2000 AD. But in the end, by God, it's a triple swerve. It's Anderson Triad <laughs> setting up the Grant Ranson partnership with a great thrill. Best month, as Alex F. says, is December, or maybe actually November. No, actually, just December. A lot of equivocations. Oh, we're going back and forth here. Best year, 87, as this is the last time the prog wasn't so rocky for a long time. 89 has some highlights, but when it dips, it dips hard and does so more often than not. MVP, you know, I was thinking Steve Cook was starting to really shake up the look and feel of the progs, but then I, but then I saw Alex F's nom- nomination and can't argue with Hillary Robinson. She shook things up and added a fresh feel and tone to the prog. It didn't always work. Certainly some stories down the line, but Medivac and Zippy Couriers, it really did. And since 2008 is all about variety of stories, this is really important. And I agree with that. I think Hillary Robinson has some very interesting, uh, and just sort of, Contributions to the comic of just what we can do with 2000 AD. That doesn't have to be these same characters over and over again. It doesn't have to be the same kinds of stories. You know, that there's room for a sitcom story or just for like a medical drama or something like that. Or, you know, again, again with Medivac, just a story that's a, a meditation on like the nature and causes of war and fights where no one's justified and stuff. It's interesting. Yeah, I, I can't wait to talk more about Medivac in 1990 for sure, which is a really interesting uh, story in, in Arcturus. 
Harris. But that's it for your spinny nominations for 1989. Thank you so much for coming with us for another year and i hope everybody's strapped down and ready to go for 1990 as we will be starting next week but before that don't forget for the last time to uh, check out the star lordathon saturday the 25th to sunday the 26th on twitch.tv slash space spinner 2000 it's gonna be a lot of fun we taped the original part of this episode so far ahead that wasn't even an idea in my mind when we were having this initial conversation so i gotta plug it a lot now and i'll now let those past boys take back over take it away past boys <laughs> Thank you so much, future boys. All right. Yeah, they did a good job, I guess. Mm. So, okay, Fox, let's talk about the next, the coming year in Thrills. Okay. In 2000 AD. In 1990, we've got re- for returning Thrills, Fox. OGs, oh, stuff we've seen before that's coming back. All right. We got Bradley. Oh, Chopper. no. I- okay, good. The Dead Man. Just yeah. finishing up. We're going to get, right. like, we got, like, two or, like, like, we'll finish Dead Man up next episode. I'm excited. Future Shocks are back. No. I mean, I guess but I expected that. I'll tell you that this is a very Future Shock light year, oh. 1990 is. Only 11 Future Shocks in the whole year that I oh counted. Oh, my God. That's going to be, that's exactly the right amount. That's one a month. Yeah, like, pretty spread out. Should be good. Uh, then, Zenith, of course, continuing Beautiful. on. Slaying the Horn God. We're Eel. doing it. Oh, so great. Uh, Beyond Zero, finishing up. Okay. Okay. Good times. Zippy Couriers coming back. Okay. I'm excited. Rogue- I'm hoping that gets better. Yeah. It's, it, hopefully, it'll have its moments. Uh, yeah. Rogue Trooper, the war machine. We're warring onwards, Fox. I'm loving that art. I'm loving I mean, I'm hoping yeah, it yeah, stays that- good. Will Simpson stuff. Then Judge Anderson, back for more. Fuck yeah, my girl. Universal Soldier, it's back at last. What? What does that remember, mean? It's back. At- remember we we read that story, Universal Soldier, but that guy who had a thing in his head that when he got in a fight, it would like warp him back to the past. Oh, no, that's past not good. Fights. And like, there was also a ton of like boardroom drama going on at the same time. <laughs> that was really bad. Yeah, not great. Coming back. What? <laughs> All right. Medivac three eighteen coming back as Red. well. I like that one. I like the I like and, Psychic Catman. Although I guess he's dead yeah. now. No, no, no. That guy's alive, and oh, okay. we're actually it's going to be a Psychic Catman heavy series. Oh, okay. Uh, and finally. For returners. Oh, wait. I should say Judge Dredd, of course, is coming back. Listen, come on. Get out of here. But final returning story. Strontium Dog. The final solution to the final, final solution. (laughs) (laughs) The final Earth solution. Thank you. Exactly. Yes. Very, very excited to get there. Going to have some new art. It's going to be by a Colin McNeil who's doing Chopper right now. He's going to take over on uh for on johnny alpha and just have some real dramatic stuff it's gonna be gonna be real 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 interesting man that's exciting yeah so new thrills fox okay i'm tired of these old thrills (laughs) i need need, new thrills we need new it needs to be shapes and colors my man in 90s squiggles yes absolutely okay so new thrills Bix Barton, master of the rum and uncanny. Just some <laughs> weird British supernatural investigation stuff, Fox. Ooh, I like that. 
I like the paranormals. I think you're going to like Vic Spartan, actually. Um, and a similar tip, Armored Gideon Annihilate. Okay. All right. It's going to be real good. Big robot men fighting demons. Oh, what you're ooh. interested in. Wait, what? God, yeah. I love that idea. Definitely. Here's an idea you're not going to love. Harlem Heroes. Reboot. They're terrorists now. Wait, what? Uh... <laughs> Sorry. Two things yep. just happened that I don't understand. You said Harlem Heroes reboot, right? Oh, yeah. That's great. Nah, because now they're terrorists. That's what they shouldn't be terrorists, the Harlem Heroes. Yeah, listen, that's what I said, too, but they have different ideas, Fox. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, next like... up. <laughs> okay. Next up, story called Shadows, okay. which... Is like a cyberpunky kind of story. Ooh, I like that. I like cyberpunk. Opening very similar to early Sandra Bullock vehicle, The Net, but then it goes in different directions. I have never seen The Net. I would go out of your way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> next up, Chaos Carnival, the uh, the final uh, new new thrill by a Hillary Robinson. It's got uh, time bending. Uh, you know, carnival. It's got a dude in a wheelchair. There's a lot going on. <laughs> okay. I'm into like a, a carnival of chaos. I feel like most yeah. carnivals are chaos and then a lot of like animal abuse. Yeah. Fairly chaotic, Fox. Um, next, kind of a new, I'm counting it as a new thrill because we haven't seen this version of it, but uh, Indigo Prime. Oh, really? coming through yeah although i what i really like about these these indigo prime stories is that they actually do take some time to explain what the fuck is going on in the course of these stories so i really i've i've read some of these ones already and i'm feeling pretty good about these ones much more than some of the other indigo prime adjacent things we've seen yeah definitely okay all right that's these are all interesting yeah, th- there's some ups and downs. Next up, Dry Run, which I'm sure by just saying Dry Run, I've sent cold shivers down oh, long-term no. 2000 AD fans' uh, 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 spines. Is, that, is it bad? I would describe it as uh, opposite Waterworld. Uh... <laughs> like... <laughs> so... So desert land is he actually just a sandworm at the end? Oh wait, so so oh no, sorry, Le- not not that opposite, I guess. <laughs> but like post-apocalyptic, there's no water. Oh, look at our society. This isn't that great. <laughs> or oh, whatever. Okay. Um, next, uh, Hewlett's haircut, which I talked about. Uh, Peter Milligan and Jamie Hewlett teaming up for some uh, crazy mind-bending action. Cool. I'm into that. Next, a new thrill with old characters and a team up. We got some uh, Nemesis and Deadlock oh, being yeah. chaotic together in the far future. That sounds rad. That sounds like a metal album. Definitely. Next, um, story called Time Flies. Okay. Which is about like uh, time travel stuff, I want to say. I don't remember it super well. But um, uh, yeah, there's a biplane involved, as I recall. Should ooh, be interesting. I like that. Biplanes yeah. are biplanes are rad. Then a quick story called Solo called Silo, I should say. 
which uh, is which is basically die hard in a nuclear missile silo. Oh, it <laughs> sounds cool as hell. Yeah, and then uh, Junker, which I complete, I've completely forgotten about Fox. I don't know what's going on with that. I didn't read that far ahead, so I okay. guess we'll see what's going on with that one when we get to it. Listen, I, I have neither yays nor yays nor y- yays nor nays about it. Okay, okay. Sounding like uh, sounding mostly ups from my yeah, end. It doesn't I think, sound like the worst. I'd, I'd say yeah, like I'd say it's it's mostly ups. There's a couple downs, and many of them, like many of the downs are going to last far longer than the ups. If that makes sense, <sighs> and like that's sort of like. I kind of made some jokes or some or like like other people have asked me about the 1990s and I've sort of vaguely said not looking ahead that oh man like listen we all know the 90s are kind of a dark period in 2000 AD but I'm sure it's not like a light switch like you get to 1990 sure. and suddenly everything's ruined like there's a lot of great stuff in the 90s and there is but there's also a lot of not great stuff in 2018 <laughs> in 1990, Fox. Okay. It's a, it's a land right. of contrast, as I'd say <laughs> in a grade school, like a report about the Soviet Union that I copied from the World Book, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, one last thing for uh, for some stories, Fox. Okay. And that's these dread stories for the coming oh, yeah, year. Yeah, some yeah, good yeah, ones. yeah, 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 yeah. There's... Uh, a major, incredibly important story called "A Letter to Judge Dread" coming up. Okay, that is going to ant- is going to um, show a lot of uh, stuff that we've had bring to fore a lot of the stuff we've had bubbling under the surface for the last year or two of Judge Dread. Whoa! Sort of bring that bring that up. All right. That then the countdown to and the actual mega epic Necropolis. Ooh, I do love me a Necropolis. City of the Dead, all like everybody gets involved in this one. It's really great. Just the whole, uh, the whole damn Dread family comes through. <laughs> all right. Then uh, nightmares, which involves some 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 side characters who we'll, I, I think we'll all be stoked to see again, even if they themselves are having problems on that on those grounds. Ooh, it's 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 a foreshadow. Huh. And f- finally, by the end of the year, PJ maybe will return. <gasps> oh my boy. I'm so excited. Crimes, yeah, should be great. I'm excited for it too. Um, That's fantastic. New creators, I think I got everybody, but I'm not quite sure. Um, We'll get, uh, we'll have new artists: uh, Lee Sullivan, Art Weatherall, Philip Bond, Carl Critchlow, and Anthony Williams. And then for writers, we'll get. Oh, let me double check here. Yeah, we'll get uh, Simon Furman, Tice Vagmagi. Um, Michael Fleischer and Garth Ennis. Oh man, that's what Ooh. I'm excited about. The author, guy who'd go on to write uh, Preacher and the Boys and a bunch of other oh. stuff. Oh, holy shit. Okay. He'll come on to do a bunch of stuff and he'll be writing Dread by the end of the year. God damn. All right. Excited. Yeah. Good stuff. So, you know, 1990 covers Prague 660 to 711, Fox. 711. Ooh. So, big milestones coming up this year that I'm pretty interested in. Um, first off, in two episodes, we'll be covering Prague 666, The Devil Prague. Uh, the Devil's Prague. <laughs> uh, 1990, our coverage of 1990 should take us into the fall. So, in October, it'll be our fourth anniversary of doing this ridiculous podcast. God damn. It's also... Um, 
like that month, October will also be a big year for for the galaxy's greatest, as we'll both hit Prague 700, and I'll begin the second phase of my faded journey as we start our coverage of the Judge Dread magazine. Oh, big! We book. should be at. Yeah, as we're discussing this, I've started putting out, uh, or as this space is coming out, I believe I put out two um, primer episodes between me and my co-host for that show, Eli, which is just sort of me, like, sort of giving him some low down on Judge Dredd stuff. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, he can be sort of up to speed as we enter uh, this new, um, you know, as as we go to the magazine, you know. Because basically, like, otherwise, if we started the show and he hadn't been... And, oh, and yeah, I hadn't done versed primers, in any way. I'd, yeah, I'd just, been, I'd just be describing it to him anyway, you know? Like, <laughs> exactly. Oh, like, like, this is Chopper. He rides a surfboard. You know, like, let's just read some Chopper stuff. It's fine. You mm-hmm. know, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it should be great. I hope everybody's been enjoying those primers. We'll be putting them out probably every other week or so with gaps for specials and things until the Meg itself comes out. Hell yeah. Um, including possibly slide in a kind of spoilery story uh, or a primer for, for Necropolis right before we actually finish it on Space Spinner. So be aware of that, I guess. Um, anyway. Thanks for hanging out with us, everyone who's listening for another year of thrills. Ooh, As always, boy. you can find Space Spinner 2000 on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Store, Spotify, or a podcast site at spacespinner2000.com. Feel free to contact us at spacespinner2000 at gmail.com. The 2000 forums are our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages on Twitter. We're at Space Spinner 2K. For everything else, just look up Space Spinner 2000, and we should be there. Then, come back next time as we learn the secret of the dead man. The race begins for Chopper. It's Nazi punching time in Zenith. Future Shocks return. Or, sorry, Future Shocks, Slane, and Bradley all return. And Dredd gets a letter that changes everything. God damn. All right. Until then, I'm Conrad. He's Fox. And we are Space Spinner 2000. We'll see you in 1990. Oh, yeah, baby. See you in hell. Whoa.